This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm so glad to welcome back to the podcast, Mason King. Mason serves as an elder at the Village Church near Dallas, Texas, and he serves there as the executive director of the Village Church Institute, Groups, and Care, where he oversees adult theological education and discipleship in their church. He's currently pursuing a PhD in church history from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary there in Fort Worth. Mason is married to Carly, and they have three young children, and I so enjoyed talking with you on a previous episode, and it's great to have you back. Welcome. No, thank you. Well, I am looking forward to the verse that you have today. Yeah. Uh, today I have Romans 12, 2. It says, Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Boy, this is such a classic verse. I feel like this is a verse that I heard preached on a lot growing up, and we all needed oh, to yeah. find the will of God, and this had something to do with it. But it always seemed a little uh, less than clear to me about exactly what was going on. So why don't you just start by unpacking what is the flow of Paul's thought here? What's he telling us to do? So Paul is in Romans walking through, okay, here's the gospel. Here's what is going on. Here's how you have been chosen, set aside. Here is who God is to you. And now I'm going to tell you what to do and how to act. And so like, if you had your Bible and you were looking at the headings, he's like, there's a living sacrifice that you need to be. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one body of believers, but there's many gifts. And then here's the ethical decisions you need to make. Mm. Like you need to live in this way. So it's like, there's the classic of you get to let love be genuine, detest evil, cling to what is good. As you mm -hmm. just go on throughout the chapter. Yep. The thing I love about uh, the beginning where he says, verse one says, therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, mm -hmm. I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. So when he's talking about discerning the perfect and pleasing will of God here, is he talking about like where I go to college and who I marry and which job I should oh, take? Yeah, yeah. You know, what, what are we talking about here? Man, you probably have had this experience where you're trying to make a decision and you have racked your mind and prayed mm -hmm. and said, God, I would like the billboard to be lit up, please. <laughs> uh, what do I do here? And the crazy thing is, I think over the last 20 years, I, I struggle with anxiety. It's just something in my life. It's like yeah. the unwanted friend. And so this verse of thinking like, what is the will of God? I've often gone, oh, I don't know. And with analysis paralysis thought, oh, how do I figure this out? Right. And one of the joys of reading the scriptures and looking at it is that I think there's great freedom in decision-making if you're focused on becoming the right kind of person. We focus on, should I go right or left? And God is saying, I want you to be renewed in the image of a creator. Therefore, the way that you think will be transformed. Your mind will be renewed. Your loves will be renewed. And you will make decisions that honor God. And there's great freedom there. God is sovereign behind all that, but he allows me to make decisions and have some freedom there that discerning the will of God is what is honoring to him? What is the right decision to make based on what I know of his character and who he's mm. called me to be? Does this image, his beauty, his truth, his goodness, mm. can I be faithful in this decision to Christ? And you have to have your mind renewed because the world is a formation machine mm. and you come out tainted by sin. You're born into a world that forms and disciples you by false views of what the good life is. And you have to be renewed 
and be told what truth is so that you can know the kind of person you're supposed to become as you follow Jesus. So let's go there because this verse gives us direction and you're just talking about being shaped by this world, but but resisting being shaped. Mm -hmm. What does that look like practically? So it's Tuesday morning, I'm getting up, I'm spending a few minutes in God's word. How do I obey this verse on a regular basis? People often wanna pit the head against the heart and to say like, oh, you you love to read, but you don't do anything, or you just wanna do things, but you don't understand the depth of X, Y, or Z. Hmm. And I think actually what Paul is saying here is like, they fit together. Like the, the biblical version of this is your mind, your emotions, and your actions. That's your heart. If I get up, like this morning, I got up, I get up before all my kids, which means I am up when the sun is not up yet. <laughs> and I get my little book light and I sit with my Bible and work through my five day a week reading plan, hmm. but that's not all I do. So I can check off my boxes and work through that, sure. but I have to have, I have to have that linear progression. And I also have to have the slow contemplative time to look at the text and to think about what I'm being asked to become and do or obey. You know, my wife and I talk about that, like we're running side by side in life or we turn face to face. We have to have both. Right. And so I think through like my mind being renewed is being consistent if that's a little bit. And then at time creating space for depth as I go along. Let me read it again. This is Romans Chapter 12, verse 2, I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. God's word says, Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. So I was listening recently with my kids to a book about how our phones, our iPhones in particular, our smartphones are shaping us. And you think, oh, oh yeah. that's very interesting because it's not talking about this particular show or this particular yeah. song. It's talking about just technology in general, which is a kind yeah. of a unique category to think about. But what other categories of things out there in this age, because he says, do not be conformed to this age, mm -hmm. where are those things? What should we be on the lookout for? Yeah. What shapes us? Uh, well, you, you mentioned a large one and then you took it away from me. So I'm just gonna make one comment that with, te <laughs> with technology, I think we have trusted it to deliver us from ourselves and we have offloaded the capacity to sit in silence, to be bored, to be creative because we've been tricked by a really strong economy that wants to monetize our attention. There is a whole business that spends money to design ways to trick your brain to think that your phone is necessary. Hmm. And so your ability to be still, your ability to think about yourself, to think about God, you're actually just in a loop, like a hamster on a wheel coming back mm -hmm. to things. And that's built on them wanting to make you a product that they can sell to advertisers. That's so true. What's hard is that the product that you get is free. Like I, I enjoy Instagram. Sure. But what, what happens there is I have to watch my heart because all the stories of the false versions of truth and beauty and goodness can come at me through that. And when I click, click something, like something, do something, I'm feeding information about how they could sell me things. So uh, you said technology. I think fascinating. I yeah. think discipleship and how we use technology is one of the foremost things to think about for the next generation who are, who have, are growing up with technology because we, we continue to think it takes burdens away from us, but it creates a whole different kind of struggle. Yeah, if true. I think about other areas of life, I'm nearing 40 and I look at my life and think there are strong stories of what success is, what type of home you should have, what type of family you should have, how busy your kids should be, what it means to be faithful in certain ways. 
And then there's just narratives that we live by. Like in the program that I teach here at the church, we talk about the fact that people wrestle with perfectionism. Like uh, I can prove that I'm good by never making a mistake or consumerism. I am what I have mm-hmm. or rationalism. Like I, I trust myself to know what's best. And mm-hmm. those are all ideas that we swim in, the water we swim in, and they shape how we think about ourselves and God. And so to not be conformed, we have to think about who am I trusting? Where is my identity? Am I a person outside of the things that I own or the experiences I have? Does God love me for me? And does he love me because he's good? And so that that helps us to see who he is and believe that. And then in turn, we get to believe what he says about us. That's so helpful. I feel like this verse has become, as you've talked about it, uh, a little window, but a little window that shows us just a vast horizon yeah. of God's plan for us. So thank you so much for pointing us to Romans 12 to Mason. Always good to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thank would you. you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Yeah. Father, would you help us? Even as I'm praying, like, I'm just going to go ahead and start with verse one. Would you help us as we could see your mercies to us afresh, that you are so kind to us to give us new, a new day? to give us the opportunity to hear you? Would we offer our lives to you, all that we are, as a living sacrifice? Like continually with willful decision, putting ourselves to you, that we would please you with our lives as an act of worship, because you have been so kind to us. So would you help us, Father, where we have been conformed by this world and where there's great opportunity to be conformed to this age, would you help us to have our minds renewed and transformed? In other places in your word, Father, you talk about how we are to be renewed in the image of our maker. And so you are renewing our mind so that we would not just do the right thing, but be the right kind of person. And that we could discern, understand, and have wisdom in what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will that you have for us to image your truth, beauty, and goodness in this world. Would you help us? I pray by the power of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.